What up, cardboard addicts? Welcome back to another episode. It is your boy Grumpy and Sudon. Well, boys, what, I guess. What? Uh, we're back. Got another uh, action-packed, uh, awesome, informational, uh, you name it, we're in it uh, type of episode. We got some crazy, crazy, crazy news about Rattle Pokemon getting sued. We'll talk about that. Kind of offer whatever you know thoughts and opinions, and then a bunch of Pokemon reveals. So. Um, go ahead and jump into it. Uh, first, I'm gonna ask though, Sudon, how have you been this week? I've been all right, better than last week. It's, That's uh, good, although it's uh, getting cold. How about you? How you you are yeah. definitely not cold, yeah? No, I mean, I uh went ahead and changed my background. No, I'm just kidding, I'm uh, up in New Jersey for work, so I mean, um, everything's level and not crooked. You mean? you'd be surprised um but yeah no we're i'm up in new jersey um and i'll actually be coming home like right before this episode goes up it'll be like sunday ish or something um but yeah i mean i there's a lot of interesting things up here and a lot of interesting people and we'll get into that when we get to pickups of the week but um but yeah no otherwise i've been pretty good um you know just with us wish i was at home that'd be better yeah no zen zen's working um, he's on an interesting schedule. So that's why I was like, you know, if Zen can't do it, then I don't know what we're going to do. So I'll just bring my laptop and here we are making it work, you know, cause hey. that's, that's what we do. We adapt. We're, we're dedicated to you. Yeah. To you, the viewer and listener. Um, but yeah, so kicking things off, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the rattle Pokemon situation. So for those of you who don't know who rattle Pokemon is, um, he is one of those, uh, people that, um, tries to kind of be like a vigilante. Um, I don't want to make that sound like I'm putting it out there negatively. I mean, he does, you know, deep dives into things that seem fishy. He helps crack down cases. You know, he helped uh, solve the Logan Paul um, booster, the first edition sealed booster case or whatever. Um, he has been a part of many, many, many investigations like that. Now, investigation more in the case of he just you know talks to people he you know gathers information he makes the conclusions that sort of stuff um overall really good person for the community um he's not everyone's cup of tea depending on how you view those things but also his style of content tends to be i would say um personal opinion so but a little more monotone kind of slow in a sense you basically could say he's a youtube investigative journalist with a little bit of spice. Yeah, I guess. And he's got credibility to him because of you know he does seem to do decent work for what he does, but it rubs people the wrong way, it seems. Well, not only that, I th- from a content perspective, more I guess more like how he delivers the content. That's where I personally am not a big fan. Right. So, for example, similarly, someone like Opossum Bud kind of does the same thing with and I don't mean to discredit Opossum Bud in this. I just mean it um, more in the idea that, like, you're taking more of a long form content in what Rattle does and then short form versus what Opossum Bud does. Like Opossum Bud might do a 30 minute video max, whereas Rattle easily does, you know, hour plus, you know, in in a very deep dive sense. and and both are great you know what i mean like it depends on how you like it i don't have that long attention span um from a deep dive perspective so that's where rattles content for me is personally a little less um i guess uh, appealing but that being said i still would agree that what he does though is very good for the community it's um it's always good to have someone yeah you know it's always good to have someone that's going to call out the wrongdoings call out even if it's someone that's a face of the community doing wrongdoings um you know you can't let anyone feel untouchable and no one should feel untouchable no one should feel like they should be they can get away with whatever they want whatever um because at the end of the day this is also just a hobby you know this is right this is for fun for most people obviously technically there's people that are investors and and that sort of stuff and then of course this becomes more of a job or like a side hustle whatever and that's where i think a lot of the the more vast majority of people that don't like rattle come into play because he basically looks at a lot of that and is very like okay cool 
I'm going to make sure that all of this is on the up and up, you know, whatnot, people that scam people, other break people, whatever, anything like that. He, he keeps a, and he, I mean, he'll watch tons of content to make sure he's watching all the hand movements and everything. So he's been someone that's reported on like the Blake. Very um, thorough. Yeah. The, the Blake Martinez stuff, um, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So like I said, someone you need in this community, in in a space, in a anything, you know what I mean? You need those people that are not afraid to get their hands dirty, if you will, speak their, you know, peace as far as that goes. Um, and, and you know, he does it in a respectable manner. So it's not like he's, you know, typically a jerk or anything or does anything that I would say is super negative about it. Um, he doesn't this, seem to have a platform to try to take somebody down. You know, uh, if you've done something wrong, yeah. If yeah. you are somebody that he doesn't like, no, that's not yeah. something that it doesn't seem like it's a spiteful thing. It's like, wait, you done effed up, so here's reasons why. And right. those they because you know, Bud does that as well, but he does it in a different, more splash way, you know, right <laughs> in your face, kind of like which is more ingestible in a lot of ways because he uh makes it so it's down I don't have to watch sixteen different videos or a very long out drone out video that like rattle my tooth. But mm. we need as you said, we do need something like that. Right. But Yeah, you would you would consider um and, and they both obviously also do other content too. So keeping mm-hmm. keeping that in mind, Rattle also does plenty of, you know, uh Pokemon openings, Pokemon uh playing. I think he even does TCG online too. So he's he's all over the place. It's not like he solely focuses on one or the other, you know. Um, right. And I would I would even say, I mean, you know, and I, we'd probably all agree, including Zen and, and um, our former members and stuff, that um, overall what Rattle is doing is for the better. You know what I mean? Same thing with Bud. Um, I would say um, Bud's sometimes his content from a you know what he's reporting on, if you will, can be a little bit more. Um, opinionated in like a uh, I don't like this person because they did this so now I'm kind of just I don't want to say picking on them because that's not really what he's trying to do but like you know he'll start to like key in on these certain people um, so that's where like also the the differences might be is it's a little bit more um, niche I guess like they have their niches I guess because um, as far as I understand most of rattle stuff is more when it's like you know somebody scamming you somebody like that sort of stuff. Um, but anyways, the person who is suing uh, uh, Rattle uh, goes by the name of Sean Basic or, or Basic or something. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure because it's. I'm pretty oh, sure it's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, spelled almost like it'd be Basilisk um, because it's a, with a K. But anyways, um, and from what I've listened to, um, he is somebody that uh, kind of works with CGC to some effect. I don't know um, if he's like. I mean, for our, from what I understand, he's a big time person as far as cards, um, whatnot, um, sports cards, all that kind of stuff. Um, and basically, in in typical rattle fashion, he has tuned in to kind of all the doings and um, has called him out for certain things that are, um, I, I guess, allegedly um, provable things. Um, something about uh, artificial markets for the CGC slabs, um, I guess, uh, there's, and you know, this, whatever, something about, he, uh, bought up a bunch of slabs, um, cause he works with them to some effect. So he might have insider information and, um, bought a bunch of like the, the previous like nines, 9.5s for super cheap and then regraded them. That yeah, you know, got the the tens and all that kind of stuff, um, and then also the the concept that um, because he works with them, potentially he didn't have to pay for them or something like that. Um, I didn't fully watch everything because this is you know in typical rattle fashion a multi part series, right. and they're all like an hour plus, and you know, so um, I just was watching some of his video whenever he brought up these uh, uh, the lawsuit. So. Um, there's that. And then I guess trimming sports cards. Um, I guess that's another thing. And so the interesting thing about that is I didn't even know that was a thing until if you remember, I think you were in that episode too. We, we had a DSG or DGS. I think it was DSG. Um, 
when we had them on and they were talking about altered sports cards and stuff. And that was the thing that I guess is a common thing is trimming um, to remove some of the defects. That's kind of a wild thing. I couldn't imagine going at my cards with a pair of scissors for that, but. Well, I'm sure they have a specific device that they probably use to make it. Cause, well, cause I remember the, they were telling us there's a, a discernible, like they can tell like the way it's cut, the way it moves and stuff like that, yeah. that, that, that is actually how, or something specific about it. And I'm like, that's forensic right. level shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and about it, though, that's what these card graders should be doing. You right. know what I mean? But that's a different story. Um, but anyways, so there's a lot of um, sketchiness around the situation, right? And right. and in typical fashion for Rattle. Stuff that should be revealed. Yeah. Um, yeah and discussed. In typical fashion for Rattle, he has probably done his very due diligence. He's asked a lot of questions, that sort of stuff. And I can't imagine he's lying or anything. Right. Um, I can't imagine he's, you know, doing anything that is actually wrong. He's, I would imagine, just pointing out things he's noticed slash heard, you know, kind of. And I can't imagine he's the type of person to hear something, immediately assume it's credible, and a immediately reported you know what i mean right so i wouldn't doubt that there's truth to these claims you know we don't want to be brought into this lawsuit but (laughs) he he does Um, not just 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 based on the character that we've seen you know that is the rattle pokemon he has put out enough credibility to go he's done his homework he's not out specifically to target somebody at the Theme, characters, personality, you know, a person. He's just going, some shady shit was done. These are the figures who did the shady shit. Right. Um, now to just to lay it all out there, the the type of lawsuit this is is called a slap lawsuit. S L A P P. It's a strategic lawsuit against public participation. Um, and basically um it's uh it's designed to intimidate the target in order to discourage them and others from speaking out on an issue of public importance. Um, this is just, you know, basic, I don't want to say definitions, but breakdowns of it. Um, so the interesting thing about this and Opossum Bud has offered some opinions and other people have also offered their opinions and actually kind of interestingly, um, there is a video, uh, I wanted to bring it up. Um, Let's see, who's it by? Let me turn this down. So um, someone who's a lawyer in the Pokemon community, um, the Mile High Pokemon channel. Um, So probably not greatest as far as being able to see it, but there you go. Mile High Pokemon channel did a video and he's um, a lawyer. He discusses uh, the contents or the context of all of the lawsuit and stuff, Um, libel, free speech, getting sued, all that kind of stuff. And I listened to it. I didn't absorb all of it. I won't even begin to act like I, you know, am now a master on the situation. But if you watch it, it's it's a really good watch and listen, I'll be honest. And it's it breaks down, like I said, kind of all the different aspects of this lawsuit. And the concept that um, he came, or the, the kind of the conclusion he came to is that this uh, Sean Basic person is probably going to be considered a public figure or should be considered a public figure for a multitude of reasons. For one, I mean, being a content creator, um, he's a bigger content creator, but also um, the working with CGC, he's like a, like a spokesperson or something like that, basically some kind of like, um, um, what is his name? Gary for AGS, like one of those type of things. Okay. But I think it's a little bit more official than Gary's um, situation. So uh, there's a lot of basically wiggle room with that, that being a public figure, you're essentially exposed to being called out for things and kind of don't have a lot of ground to stand upon. And um, if you watch that guy's video, um, basically he says that in his opinion and his understanding would be um, and he's, you know, was kind of offering also the context that, you know, uh, Rattle is Canadian. He lives up in Canada. Um, and this lawsuit is taking place in Arizona currently that, you know, there's also different things that might take into, you know, kind of consideration. Like that. Yeah. 
yeah, like which laws, this, that, and the other. Um, but basically he was saying that uh, he thinks that this is not really going to end up, you know, working out for Sean Basic. Now, again, I, I from the gathering of what a slap lawsuit is, it's also meant to be more intimidation factor. But I think he's trying to sue Rattle for $100,000 um, or something like that. What? At one point in Rattle's video, when he first talks about it, he mentioned something like $2.5 million, but I don't know, you know, all that. Um, I don't understand where that number comes from. You know, if it's like a, you know, like what a, you he could, would have made, how much he could yeah, have lost. Yeah. Kind of I, I can't imagine it's that just because I don't exactly know how you would count it. But I mean, but I could be wrong. The value of the sponsorship or working with them. I, I mean, that's that's so hard to tell. Yeah. And, and you know, so whatever. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, so Rattle has a GoFundMe um, or something of those sorts up on his page. So if you feel at all like, you know, you want to look into the situation, which we would recommend as far as doing that first before jumping into anything. But if you wanted to do that, potentially donate to him, you know, by all means, feel free. Again, uh, I think that Rattle is you know, and, or a person like Rattle doesn't even have to be Rattle, but people that do these things are um, important for the community because, again, it's like a checks and balance thing. Um, and in Opossum Bud's video, when he talked about it, he even goes as far as to say, and for those of you who don't know, he has some some moral enemies. <laughs> and uh, he's even pointed out that he thinks people like his, you know, those people are important to have in the community just because, again, checks and balances. Right. Um, it it kind of is what it is. Um, I, I hope nothing happens to rattle. I kind of don't foresee just based on what I heard from the, um, the video from mile high Pokemon that this is gonna, the only way I could see it is potentially if, um, if rattle were to sit back and like not take any kind of actions or do anything to kind of like also kind of counterbalance it. Um, but he clearly is, and he's probably getting a bunch of help from different people. Now, what would be kind of funny is if, because um, kind of sort of Logan Paul likes him because he you know, helped him obviously solve that case of his um, fake booster case situation. It'd be kind of funny if all of a sudden Logan Paul came in and was just like, I've got the money. Like, you know, let's, let's go back and, you know, wreak havoc on this guy. That'd be kind of funny. That um, would be funny. I you know, mean- like... From He's a WWE really perspective, all, all of a sudden, you know, you're just like, oh, no, I got like Rey Mysterio versus Big Show. But then like you hear Undertaker's music or something, and that's Logan Paul basically coming mm. into, you know, what I mean? like something like that. I don't know. But yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know. It would just be interesting, but it also I can imagine that something like a big figure like that would also want to keep themselves you know, out of the situation. You mean like Logan Paul's perspective? Perspective. On yeah. That, you know? The only thing I would think, um, and this is, you know, uh, this is us talking about it freely at this point, um, this concept, because, you know, to be clear, as far as I understand, Logan Paul is not involved in any way, shape or form, has never been mentioned. This is just me. This was just me just thinking out loud. If you're Logan Paul and you're somebody who the vast majority of the time when you're putting in when you're getting put in the spotlight is for questionable reasons, you have the opportunity to help the little man type of deal kind of be the good guy in the situation. Mm. He's it's not too bad... busy with his WWE $5 million contract, you know, doing that shit, you know. Logan Paul's got bigger fish to fry because he's United States champion, you know. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he doesn't, but imagine <laughs> someone yeah, with that kind of platform all of a sudden, literally, well, figuratively, but, you know, steps in the ring, you know. You got this other big fish that's all of a sudden becomes a very little fish in comparison and probably would immediately retract i I would think i mean but you know i i doubt it would happen it would just be kind of funny to see it happen um well but, skids basics over there has a case then skids basics over there will have a case but the thing is <laughs> it's as you said there's so many intricacies between international laws and what's going on there and then the fact that it's a youtube is this it's youtube personality right um, I don't know. I know um, at least like whatnot and all that kind of stuff. But counterintuitively, I was thinking about that. And like, wouldn't also Rattle be considered? I mean, I don't know how that works. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's a public figure in the community. 
Yeah, like he would be because I mean, directly how the the guy, um, Mile High Pokemon, being a lawyer, how he was talking about it. My eyes, my in my eyes, Rattle would also be a public figure. I just don't know if it matters in this case that like essentially one public figure is calling out another. Like if that is how that would work, or if it would just be the well, I, what I, point you know what I mean? is, that what, what, what point is me that that's I guess I don't understand it. I'm not a lawyer, so I yeah. don't understand law. All yeah. I know is that from our perspective, from my perspective, rattle is a necessary evil as well um, because of not necessarily evil, but like necessary for yeah. this growing community, this growing platforms of you know video being out there. You know, it's still relatively new for a lot of people putting out this stuff. Mm-hmm. personal vlog situation we're still you know fresh in this and there's still a lot of what do you do in that yeah Cause... i mean to give you an idea right as much as we uh here at the cardboard addicts podcast and probably a lot of you feel the same as us we're collectors somewhat even players i don't for pokemon at least count myself as a player but you know zen sudon ren gonzo um all these people that are either members or pseudo members, whatever, um, within our space are definitely players, um, but also collectors. And in that, being a collector inherently kind of, or whatever, is going to make you also an investor because, you know, I mean, unless you're everything you collect, you get for free. You're If you buy anything, you're somewhat investing. You know what I mean? Um, but we don't, try to approach anything from a market perspective in the sense that like i bought you know i'll show these later but i bought these sleeves and i didn't buy them thinking man in 20 years the value of these is going to go up five times you know what i mean i just bought them because i like them there might have been an inkling in your head like i wonder what that might be but it's more of a wonder versus you know honestly no now that being said um now that i've thought about it obviously you know what i mean like (laughs) that concept is in my mind but like i wouldn't buy especially things like these right like sleeves i i'm not buying them from an investment perspective ever it more just from a hoarding collecting perspective um because you know these are charizard yeah you know what i mean these are charizard sleeves like i probably won't even use them i'll just keep them as they are (laughs) you know what i mean because I just, it's cool to have them now. I mean, I don't said, get though, this wooden tr- dinosaur because I think it's going to be valuable in 20 years. I think it's just a cool because it's a dinosaur. Right. You know? Now, now counter countering that, if in two years these were worth $1,000, these sleeves right here, I would then consider being like, ooh, that's a huge come up because I paid like $10. You know what I mean? Right. Now, that's where the problem lies um, in that, because, you know, obviously, if the money's right, any basic collector could become an investor, if you will. That being said, my point of all that was we probably don't really like the actual investors. We don't like the people that just buy stuff simply to flip it, to scalp it, whatever. But we are very vocal against it. Well, just I'm saying, though, the probably not scalping. But everything else is probably somewhat necessary because it offers collectability. It offers whatever, you know. Um, Now, in a way, it would be nice if there was, in theory, no investment to this stuff because you'd probably be able to get things a lot cheaper. That being said, though, if it was so cheap, so easily obtainable, whatever, would you feel the need to go and collect it? You know what I mean? that's kind of where that line gets a little bit mucky and stuff, but that's kind of just one of those things. Um, but that's, that's kind of just to also kind of further our thought process that, you know, like even Bud pointed out that you need these checks and balances. And, you know, while we don't always like all of them, they are sort of necessary. And as long as someone is investing the right way, you know, scalping, I don't really like, I don't like the scalping stuff at all. So I won't really condone that at all. But if you're investing, flipping even in the right way, you know, going through the same ins and outs that, you know, the average Joe is going to go through. So like buying up a card, grading it and selling it for more, that type of process, or, you know, buying a bunch of stuff, immediately opening it all to then sell it and make the money more so back that type of stuff if you're someone who does that 
you know, that's fine. That's just how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for example, the uh, Paldean Fate set just released a couple weeks ago at this point. And, you know, immediately once it got hit the market, the, you know, Charizard and the Iono and all those cards are way up in value. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you were lucky to pull one and you were to sell it, you probably made a ton of money off that. But if you wait a few months while the set's been out and overprinted and all that kind of stuff, the you know, price is going to come way down. That's where I would say, you know, if you're a flipper in that sense, you're kind of doing it, you know, just by the books. You're taking the timing of things and all that because you're also taking a risk. You could totally buy $1,000 worth of Palde and Fates products, pull nothing worth value. You know what I mean? No Charizard, no Iono, no, you know, Mew, any of those cards that are like high dollar cards. And that's the risk you take. So it's kind of, you know, a a risky hustle, but one that can pay dividends. I mean, yeah, literally. Um, but that's just kind of Red's, how it is. You know what I mean? Red's kid apparently already has an addiction occurring to some people. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's a poor kid, but he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's, that's one of those things. It's just, I don't like it, but I understand it. So it's one of those, you know, you just kind of learn to live with it type of deal. And, we need uh, those people to come into the community that are going to, well, we don't need them. They're just there to go. This is the outrageousness so that we know what not to spend on. Right. So we know like where we can go. This is too much. Whereas right. there's even on the other side of it, when stuff starts getting too cheap, you start worrying, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be that check as you know, you were saying the checks and balances is necessary because yeah. it keeps it as a balanced situation. So when you got somebody that's going to investigate that, that should hopefully put the fact that, you know, you're not yeah. invincible. Yeah. If you do shady shit, it can be revealed. Yeah. And I even mean, more so looking, now. Look at, you know, the um the Blake Martinez situation. You know what I mean? Um, that wasn't even him directly, you know, in the sense that um I don't know that he was ever personally doing scammy stuff. I think it was his team. Granted, he promoted it. You know what I mean? And kind of told them certain things to do and all that kind of stuff. So there's that. But I just mean, like, it wasn't him directly, you know, pulling a pack off that I know of. I could be wrong on that. Um, But, you know, again, this is us kind of speculating with not the full. We're not investigative journalists. We didn't even do our due diligence and watch all the videos of Rattle for our research. It's fine. We're reactionary. But we also do take ourselves with a little bit of a. You know, we, we, we don't do things outrageously. We're not going to be all like, yo, so-and-so cut somebody in the nutsack because so-and-so oh, yeah. stole these. You know? My, our, well, I'll, I'll say this. Our um, uh, opinion on what you should do is go watch Rattle's videos. Go watch the Mile High Pokemon's take on, from a lawyer perspective, the situation. Um, and just kind of, you know what I mean? Absorb uh, the information that way because that's probably the best way to gain the best understanding, you know, hearing it directly from the horse's mouth, so to speak. And in reality, Grumpy is here to remind me that there are other things besides the stuff that I do. So he lets <laughs> me know. I I didn't know who Rattle was before we started all this stuff. You know, not today, but I mean, the podcast and stuff. But he's kind of well. To be fair, I don't think any of us really did until back in uh the Logan just Paul. probably just before the Logan Paul stuff. Yeah. I think that's when he really, I mean, that's when he definitely blew up for sure. The Logan Paul stuff, um, because Logan Paul actually like, you know, shouted him out and blah, blah, blah. Like they, that, you know, gained him a lot of credibility. He got his cred way up, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, he that's, got it the that's, right way though. Yeah. That's uh, but that's, that's kind of wraps up everything with the, the rattle situation. Um, and I, I say that because, you know, again, we're very limited as far as what we actually do know, um, because there's a lot to kind of absorb. And like I said, it's the still problem is also true. But the, the problem is Rattles, you know, his video announcement of said lawsuit is an hour and 15 minutes. Um, so, yeah, you know, and then the mile, <laughs> the mile high Pokemon's video is about a half hour. Um, I did listen to the whole thing. I didn't like I said, I didn't absorb all of it because it's kind of. Uh, like I said, it's a, a deep dive and, you know, some of it's one of those things where you'd probably want to watch it back and back, you know, uh, back again type of deal to like, if you were like, I want to understand every absolute detail of this, 
Um, but I would highly recommend at least checking it out, kind of, you know, poking through their channels to figure it out. Um, I don't know if Sean basic, uh, has, or basic or whatever has done any kind of videos or anything. I, when I had checked, I couldn't really find anything, um, from a YouTube perspective. So I don't really know, uh, if he has one or not, but if he doesn't, that's fine. Um, and if he does whatever, uh, but feel free to also comment your opinions on he the matter down below. Like somebody I want to give my time. Right. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts and opinions on it. Um, and if there's anything we you know, might have misspoke on, please let us know, because that's definitely a high possibility. Um, and if you know, if anything is, to be human. you know, by the time we're putting this out, a lot could change because there's about three days from the time we're recording to the time you're seeing this. So if uh, things have changed by the time you're seeing this, definitely also let us know that link us any videos, any of that kind of stuff. Um, but shifting gears from the rattle situation. Uh, we've got the uh, some Pokey Guardians. Well, I guess Pokey Guardian reporting the news, but uh, yeah. So we've got um, a lot of stuff here coming out. A lot of Chinese Pokemon stuff. So um, Pokemon China has a bunch of stuff coming out in March, as you can see. So March first, it looks like for pretty much everything. Um, so this is their website here. Uh, oh, you're probably not seeing this, are you? Are you seeing this? Yeah the the site no it didn't bring up any site i see twitter what about there it goes. okay cool um so you've got this site here this is like the pokemon china site um so yeah they're doing a bunch of uh and you know this is i think it might be the um the simplified chinese one i could be wrong on this but i think that's the case because they're let me see simplified Pokemon card simplified Chinese version Sword and Shield right there. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So they're doing re-releases of everything. That's why you're still seeing the Vs and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they're focusing on like the Dragon era right now with these. So this is almost like they're well, I guess they did come out with those dragon boxes for the English side. So maybe that's kind of what this is mimicking. Um the Year of the Dragon, right? Well, yeah, I guess it might be because of that. But remember, um, I think last year they came out with those uh, premium dragon boxes. There was two of them. I think there's a Rayquaza one and another one, but I can't remember. I don't know if that's the, the, the concept of what they're mimicking, but either way. Um, so these come in pretty cool boxes. These are some of the parts you're box. getting. Yeah, I mean, these are pretty high end, too. It's uh, I'll say I'll say this. The pack is ugly. There's a very ugly pack. The pack um, is giving me old school, old school vibes. Like that feels like first, you know, first set back type packs. I'm I'm getting that vibe. Yeah, there's not I a mean, lot of colorfulness to it. Nah, it, it, it I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like a promo pack almost. Um, yeah, but whatever. Um, it's got all these cards in it. I know Ren's freaking out because it's you know the dragons and stuff so he's got the dragonite and i think somewhere along the lines you've got your uh restroom here that he's uh a big fan of as well so um but yeah these gift boxes and stuff let me see if they show any more pictures because it's a lot more informational and that's kind of the problem okay so i'll switch back to this um because you can actually see pictures and stuff okay, i love so this, this box is, set. yeah this is the box set you get um, a really cool display box. Now, this doesn't look as nice as like the um, the ultra premium boxes. It's it's like a step below that, I would say, because it kind of looks like it more just folds in together. It's not um, uh, like a, 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 a uh, what do you call that? Uh, magnetic latch. Um, these are the packs over here. Um, well, you so got it's a like fusion strike and uh, uh, evolving skies. That view. Yeah, yeah, and then you got a uh, you know your little. Uh, what do they call them? Premium file, whatever. Um, and then you got your, yeah, well, yeah, but they call it like a, the premium file or whatever. I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and then you've got your playmat and uh, packs. So it looks like you get, uh, just kind of looking at it right here, you get five of the Dragon's Reappearance promo packs. So these actually are promo packs. That's why they look like that. That makes sense. Okay. Um, you get three promos per pack, playmat, and a card binder. Obviously, you know, you can see that. So you also are going to get these, though. These are the regular sets, um, which is, I guess, the... I'm trying to see if it says it. Um, I don't know. Because I know they've been coming out with these sets, too. So it kind of looks like their version of Fusion Strike and Evolving Skies. 
Um, here's the other box. Now, this is the one where Ren probably really wants, because this is Reshiram here, isn't it? That's uh, yeah, Kirim. Is it? Reshiram's the, the one that's all frilly and lame. And, so and, Resh and, and, and this Reshiram. could be Kirim mixed with Reshiram, because they merge. Either way, this is obviously Dragonite here, so I know he, you know, definitely wants it because of that, that being his favorite Pokemon. But again, same concept, just, you know, the different um, Pokemon on the box and the um, playmat and stuff. Um, so pretty cool there. These are the playmats, just kind of looking at them solely. Um, <laughs> trash, that's funny. Um, and then uh, kind of looking at the promos you can get. So in this case... It's a lot of reprints of the GX and JMAX type stuff. Yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking. Uh, that's kind of the interesting take. Because, you know, again, the, the Simplified Chinese is doing a very, like, hurried um, attempt at kind of getting caught up. Now, I don't know how that'll work once they do get caught up, if they would just completely mimic our sets. That's kind of what I would assume. But at least for now, they're doing, like, a very hurried version. Um, but, yeah, you got your sets, or the, the pack art, again, right here with the Rayquaza, and then just the various promos you can get. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I was trying to look and see if there's anywhere on it that shows that it's a promo, but I guess not that I can tell. They're um, just going to be normally printed. I don't think they have any particular damp. Right. Um, and then here's some other um, products from this release. So these are um, Dex I like boxes. that they're bringing back to Crosmo because that's like real sword and, or sun and moon. Yeah. There. Yeah, I, I was kind of looking at the mats. I was like, I thought they might be the replay prints from the ETBs, but they're not actual reprints. Like, right, these are new. So you've got, um, and these are uh, like kind of like a deck sleeve setup. So you get one promo pack. Um, you get the set of uh, sleeves, and then two twenty-five card packs of nine colors gathering. I'm assuming that means. Um, energies but i'm not 100 percent sure nine colors gathering is the is the actual set that's the the promo pack. oh okay so you get or not the promo pack, it's dragon research reappearance promo but the nine colors is basically evolving sky gotcha okay here's the sleeve solo um let me see if there's anything else underneath that one okay no there's not and then this is some more um like more i guess uh merch that's dropping in the pokemon china side so you're getting um an eevee one here you got the eevee promo that uh that uh art rare promo that they uh well not i guess theirs wasn't a promo when it originally came out but the art rare um but this will be a promo so you get one out of eight randomly um of the character rares this was before they were calling them art rares same thing um pokemon themed uh display silicone sleeves and card sleeve and then two 25 card packs of nine colors gathering. So, yeah, I don't know. But these are, I guess, the silicone sleeve thing you're getting. Um, so, obviously, why, as you can imagine. Lapple? I mean, I don't why, know. I, mean, I can get um, the moth. Oh, because they have the cards. That go, Never mind. Set up some bones. These are going to be cool, though. I mean, I, I don't know that I would use it for sure. I, I can't see that, but... Con, you know the concept of these is pretty cool um but these are definitely going to go crazy because of the the evolutions um but you, yeah, mean so... you don't want to walk around with, it, with your phone and wrapped around your wrist and you have your little special card of your see i None. i want the moth i, I want uh what's it no moth what is the name of it? this one here yeah I've I couldn't tell you. Um that's uh Snom's evolution, right? The one where yeah. isn't that Melanie eating it, the Snom member? Yeah, I wanna I like <laughs> that's my girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh I guess kind of keeping on that same path since we're already on here. Um Pokemon Day is coming up February twenty-seventh. Um and uh Cerulege golly, these words. Um, is they going to have a 2024 20, Pokemon Day promo? So, uh, first it was announced here, and this was for Toys R Us. So, here is the um, promo. Um, 
most places don't have a Toys R Us anymore. I think there's a few places like Canada and such that you can get this. Um, they're making a comeback. They stay, they announced it at uh, the Macy's Day Parade that they're making. Uh, they're in uh, certain stores. Yeah, like we'll see. Macy's. Um, but yeah, so if you were to go, this I think is for the um, for the Poke- or for the Toys R Us one. If you were to go um, to the store. Uh, and like do a learn to play type of thing or whatever you get a free one with a purchase of $15 or more so it's really not too bad but then they came out and announced that um, also Pokemon Center um, US UK and uh, whatever one that is are all getting it Best Buy and GameStop as well Um, so I don't know if they're all going to have different things you have to do for Pokemon Center you have to do P-Day 2024 at checkout um, probably a minimum purchase of twenty dollars, I would assume. Maybe, maybe it doesn't at all. Um, oh yeah, it says you can add this card to your collection as a gift. So I would assume it doesn't matter what you pay, um, but you probably want to spend at least twenty dollars just to get the free shipping. Um, and then also, um, you can get this card uh, as a gift with purchase Pokemon Center uh, and other participating retailers, including Best Buy and GameStop, available t- February twenty third. Um, while supplies last. So sometimes these promos are hit or miss in the sense that, um, you know, uh, Best Buy and all those get kind of weird or don't know about them. Or like in GameStop's case, sometimes the employees will try to, you know, hey, we don't have them. And they're really like in the um, in the box there. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, the promo idea is kind of cool. I'm surprised. Well, I was going to say I'm surprised it's not a better Pokemon, but at least it is a Scarlet and Violet era Pokemon. I know Sudon will appreciate that. I, I appreciated that, but they kind of did that with uh, uh, Duraludon and then some other ones in the last one. At least it's not like a, and I don't say that I'm hating on Umbreon or one of the evolutions, but at least it's not one of those because then that drives a lot of people <laughs> are just in it for like to do a quick turnaround but to get as many of them as they can and yeah. also you start seeing more of the like oh we didn't get that promo card okay. yeah yeah and <laughs> you know it's it's hard because i understand you know what i mean like the like you know they came out with that charmander uh promo and i made sure to get one of those but it's like you know what i mean like those type of things it's hard because if you don't you know charmander charizard all those being my favorite pokemon it's like that's a little more special i didn't go after the umbreon one um just because i was like eh, you know i don't know that i want to fight the whole like hey i gotta go here and make a purchase and this that and the other and whatever so um then there's yeah. always the, the the delivery badoof you know yeah um one more thing i wanted to talk about and i forgot to do this so let me share my screen again and Mr. Sudon will uh, push me through. No, I'm um, just Sudon, Mr. Sudon's my dad. <laughs> All right. Is it, uh, yeah, it's on the screen. So um, the Play Pokemon prize pack. So when we have done some of our recent, um, you know, top cards, whatever, uh, some of these cards, mainly the Charizards, have been on those car- uh on the list. And I saw this pop up and I said, hey, I'm going to stay on top of this. So um, the next uh, series. Forgot. Well, I'm not, though, because here I am. Uh, The Series 4 of the prize packs is coming out, um, let me see, February 14th at participating retail locations. Um, So a lot of these are featured from Lost Origin uh, to Obsidian Flames. And uh, ones that I think are going to be obviously highly collectible, the Charizard, and then also this Iona, though. I don't know, though, if people are going to care as much because it's not a full art. It's just a regular card. I don't even know if it's a holographic. Um, so stamp beans, but where is that Kyogre from? Um, I don't Hold know, on. but it looks familiar. So, oh, it'll tell think... you. No, nah, it doesn't tell you. Oh, it told you what stats were in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you get one of these. Well, it says you get one of six cards. I don't know. That's only five cards. So I'm very curious. Um, but anyways, yeah, here's just a more zoomed in photo for those of you who care. This is the Charizard from Obsidian Flames. It's just the regular EX. You got the Kyogre. Actually, can you tell? 
by this. Not. This one's Obsidian Flames. I can see that one. And not I can't see on these ones. I think this is um Paldea. Sword and Shield Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon X and Y. I can pretty much go, oh, that's that set by the symbol. Anything beyond I've kind of gotten a little bit less you know, on top of it. That's my fault. I stopped yeah. collecting as much. But yeah, these uh these would be pretty cool for those of you who collect these, or if you even just for the sake of you know going to play, because I'd imagine you have to go places that you obviously do like playing events and everything, and potentially that's how you would get them. Um, because I don't think I saw anything about like a retail value, so I'm not exactly sure how you go about getting some of these. I know I've seen where people get a bunch and you know sell them online, and that goes back yeah. to the whole being a scalper type of situation, but. See, all the regular cards got a stamp, but the Charizard didn't get a stamp. Um, hold on. I'm pretty sure it was on there. I didn't me... see one on there, but I could be wrong. I think you are wrong. I think it was on the left, and that's why. Yeah. On the left, on the left. Um, yeah, it's on the left. Let me just to prove Sudon wrong. So when you put it up. Yeah, it's on the left side. It just blends oh, in. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. I just, the, Pidgeot, I the Pidgeot is on the left as well. Yeah, I was just like, I noticed that there was on the other ones, but I didn't see it, it just blend in too much to that. Yeah. bread. <laughs> but yeah, so um, there's that. And I don't know that, uh, I don't know if we had a whole lot more to talk about. Um, pretty quick episode, but yeah, that's about it. I know. Um, what was the the Funkos? I thought that they released, uh, not released, but like announced some more Funkos kind of recently. Um, I didn't see that. Usually I get that notification too, but I haven't seen anything. But I mean, we do actually, have Pokemon Day coming up here soon. Actually, uh, well, that's true. The Pokemon Day thing will be pretty crazy. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be speculating more as we get closer. So I think we have one more week until that would come up, I think. Uh, Did you see the new uh, the new video? They did a, released a new short on Pokemon YouTube that was uh, no audio or just audio music and Pokemon, and it was kind of like the cards come to life. I don't hmm. know if you saw that one. It was kind of cool because it was telling like the stories of the people visiting their parents, and the different Pokemon. It was a really cool little video. If you haven't checked that out, I would definitely go check it up. Do it. <laughs> No, I haven't. Uh, I have not watched that yet. I was trying to see because I was remembering that there was a um, uh, some Funkos, but I couldn't remember if we had talked about them. But it was like uh, Sobble and stuff like that. I think I'm pretty sure we did talk about it. So I guess that's yeah, okay. Yeah, we talked about those ones. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we did. Yeah, we can move to pickups of the week. Um pickups of the week. Pickups of the week. Uh Sudon, did you have any? Um No. That's okay. Um Maybe soon. <laughs> Not this week. Yeah. So actually earlier today for me, I um I got done at the gym and I says to myself, I says, where might I find some Pokemon cards, potentially like singles and stuff like that? So I went to a local place up here. If you're in uh, the southern New Jersey area, you might have heard of Top Deck Games. Pretty cool store. They had a lot going on. Um, they had uh, not just Pokemon. They had you know Magic and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Warhammer. If you're into like the board game stuff and a bunch of other board games just like a variety of stuff they had a lot of cool stuff um they had all the different cards they actually from what i saw on their page if i'm not mistaken are going to be kind of doing a lot with the upcoming dragon ball super stuff so like the new card game like how they're revamping everything um so they're actually going to be doing some like tournaments and stuff with that which is kind of cool um just you know because i know the we've talked about it before the way bandai kind of has things so it kind of they're like restarting if you will um but that you know they had i think digimon and all kinds of stuff lorcana um so i picked up a, a variety of stuff i got a couple packs of these perfect fit sleeves um i'm going to 
throw some of these on for when I put stuff in my binders because um, I haven't, sometimes I don't even put them in sleeves, but I have regular penny sleeves and they're a little bit too big. So when you go to put them in, if you don't do it just right, it'll like get caught on the corners and stuff. Mm. Um, so it's kind of annoying. So I was like, oh, these were like $2 or something like that. Um, and they're Game Genic is the brand. Um, so once I actually try them out and stuff, I'll give you guys a review, but they have their own like online site where I assume you could purchase them. Um, so if they're pretty good, I will let you guys know, um, especially from like being a penny or, a, um, a perfect fit sleeve, or in this case, they call it an inner sleeve. So dragon shield, I think was there. They had a bunch of dragon shield stuff. Dragon shield had their own actual perfect fit sleeves. And those were perfect fit, but I looked at the dimensions and they're the exact same. So I was like, I'm going to take these cause they're like a third, the price, right? Um, or at least half the price. The only but thing also, you gotta be careful is if they don't stick to your stuff. That's the only mean? problem you can run with. Like sometimes, like the, the hollow foils stuff will stick to, or even like the ink will stick to the the stuff. It, it's very rare, but um, and it can pull it, cause issues. The same as nicking the corner and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Um, and then I also picked up some of these. Um, I don't know how well it'll show because I know obviously camera quality is kind of low, but. These um, are the Charizard from Ruler of the Black Flame, because this, as you can tell, is uh, oh, not English. Yeah, this is uh, the Japanese version of Obsidian Flames. Is that um, a Gundam, or is that? Oh, no, it's a terrestrialized. It looked like it was like there's a Gundam thing above his head. Right. Like, like it's a crossover of no. the century. Charizard meets Gundam. That would be no. badass. Um, these are pretty cool because obviously, like I said, they're, uh, they're from Japan. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that they had them. They were like 10 bucks. So I was like, you know, might as well grab them. Um, and then, uh, my final pickups of the week, which I'm actually going to end up making one of them, at least a, uh, my full art Friday post. Cause it is Friday as we're, as we're recording this. Um, but I did pick up these for super cheap. I got the Erica's invitation. Um, Yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, I think is this from 151? Yes. I think I think so. Yeah, I think it's the regular from 151. Um, and then everyone's favorite uh, trainer from the uh, Scar Scar Scarlet and Violet series, uh, Miriam. Uh, this is just a regular full art. It was pretty cheap. They did have a cheap, um, a cheaper, if you will. I don't know because the price is way down. Um, the the what do you call that? Um, the alternate art, the SAR or whatever of the Miriam, the one that everyone was freaking out about. But it was like $30 and I was like, eh, I bet the price will come down just a little bit more and then I'll probably grab it at some point because um, I, a few months or so ago, I did create a uh, full art um, trainer binder. So I've been trying to pick up some of the cheap trainers and stuff as I can. Uh, they had a couple there that were insanely ex well i won't say insanely expensive they were i think like 130 dollars or something but i can't remember which ones it was uh and then they did have i think their most expensive card that i saw from the pokemon side that they had was i would assume it was a first edition um but the um uh english dark charizard holographic um it was like 400 dollars. but if it's you know a really minty version and it's the first edition kind of makes sense um, right. But it was kind of like buried because, you know, the way they had it, it's like stacked like this. So, like, I couldn't see all the inner details and I wasn't about to be like, let me see it just so I can put my hands all over it. Right. Um, They're probably going to look at you like, what do you want? Who do you yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I, I'm not going to buy it anyway. So no reason <laughs> for me to even bother him about it. Um, But yeah, no, cool store. If you're in the area ever visiting for whatever reason, or if you live up here and you watch this and you've never checked them out, they are kind of cool, um, worth the checkout, I would say. They had a bunch of different stuff, you know, if you're into the board games or any of the other stuff where you would need dice, they had a bunch of dice. Um, like I said, they carried a lot of different um, card games. Like, they even had singles for Lorcana. Um, right. And some of them were cheap. I mean, the Enchanted Rares were like $100, but they're the Enchanted... You say that, but it's like their version of like the SARs, you know what I mean? It shouldn't so, be that high. I mean, golly. It's probably market value, I would assume. You know? Oh, oh, man. Um, I'm over here hoping that I might be able to get some, like, the Honey Wizard Winnie the Pooh, and it's probably going to be like <laughs> uh, <laughs> 600 not, bucks. 
Yeah, not from the uh, actual enchanted or rares. Like if if it's a promo, you know, obviously that's different. But for the actual enchanted rares, no. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I have to look and see, but maybe with the taxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the upside is um, the you know the new set has been up for pre-order in a lot of places and um, like game nerds and those type of re- reputable sellers. And they're all under MSRP for everything. So into at the least Inklands, if right? yeah, into the Inklands, um, which they're coming out in about a month, like almost a month exactly from when we're recording this. So we'll probably talk about that more as more reveals come up. Um, It'll probably but, be the last set. <laughs> but if you uh, if you're interested, Sudon, and in actually like getting some, and you know, especially learning to play as far as like the decks and stuff, I bet you could get. So I think there's either two or three decks they're coming out with. I can't remember, but they'll probably be like you know, com- combined price of like 25 to $30 or something. Not bad. So, yeah. So, I mean, from a, you know, being able to play it and all that kind of stuff, you know, you'd be able to get in cheap rather than try to, you know, buy packs and, you know, having to makeshift the deck then. So no, I, I there's specific cards that have gone, like, I kind of want to get that just to have it just cause it looks cool, but yeah. I'm also, I mean, outside I of the enchanted rares, most of them are pretty cheap. Hmm. Like to give you an idea at that shop, and again, this is, you know, one shop, one example, but they probably are following, you know, market value to some degree. The cheaper cards that were like not just a couple bucks were like ten dollars, and then that was for like ones that are because they have, I think it's either five or six rarities for Lurkana. So I know you have like common, uncommon, rare. I think it's super rare, legendary rare. And then enchanted or something somewhere in those in that realm. So you've got like I said, five or six rarities. Um, there was a couple that were like the legendary rare or whatever um, holographics, and they were like you know twelve bucks. And I was like almost like some of them were cool. Where if I you know knew for sure I didn't have it, I could have you know would have potentially thought about it. But outside of that, though, like you know the enchanted rares are the only ones that are super valuable. Um, right. But again. You know, they've been reprinting a bunch of stuff. So as that happens and as more hit the market, you know, things might level out. But hopefully, you know, it's, yeah. it's good. You know, it's stuff gets released, but you never know with how Disney's been acting lately. They might just go, we're canceling. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, it seems like it's been pretty successful. I think the hype has died down a little bit because it's not so flippable anymore, you know, as they've been reprinting stuff. Um, but like I said, as far as a pre-order perspective for like the Into the Inklands one, so the next set that releases like March 8th or whatever, if you go to a shop and they are selling it for more than MSRP, do not buy it. No. Like, there is no point at this point. Like, I've even gone to some shops... Um, up here like you know targets and stuff that have had like the decks and stuff still you know because they're at this point they're not that hard to come by for msrp so you might as well just wait now if you wanted the booster box and stuff like that that might be a little bit harder because again like you know your best buys aren't going to sell that in store i don't think um at least i've never experienced that now they might if you like have it where it's like a you know they got a couple in type of deal but they're going to go quickly they're not the type of product you would sit on the shelf but um you know, like most of your online stores, all that kind of stuff, you should be able to come by them. So, uh, you know, at MSRP or even cheaper. Like I said, Game Nerds has been selling them for like 125 130 which is, you know, like 10 to $15 or so under MSRP already. So, you know, and that's the first waves. So if they do a lot of, you know, and do reprints and stuff, you might actually be able to get this stuff for, I would say by the end of this year, sets that are releasing will be like $100 for a booster box, which is going to get to be a lot more like in that Pokemon realm. And then the prices for everything will come down as far as singles and stuff. So we'll see. I mean, we got to get there first, you know, like Sudan said. Get the, the investors got to get out. We're also in a weird economy. So, you know, things should be. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. In but, theory. um, but yeah, that, uh, that probably wraps up this episode again. Um, probably sure, a lot. But that's okay. A lot of stuff we might have got wrong as far as the the rattle stuff. So definitely leave us a comment about that, whether you're correcting us, offering your opinion, whatever. Just be nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we're not trying to do any misinformation on purpose or anything like that. Um, and we learn any other from stuff. our mistakes, and we learn from like mis- <laughs> you know, if we're wrong, tell us. You know, we're willing um, to change. 
and if you uh you know the pokemon china stuff or any of the stuff we showed as far as reveals and stuff you know let us know if you're going to get any of that stuff um some of it's pretty cool and it's not that expensive typically um now the problem is like where to get it from uh right. that's that's the little bit harder part there but um you know as the pokemon china stuff gets a little more serious it potentially is going to be easier to come by kind of like you know the japanese stuff it's it's still in japan and comes out in japan but you know it makes its way over here pretty easily so you know potentially um it won't be too too bad some of that stuff looked pretty cool i actually am interested um so do your research do yeah, just if you're buying anything online, just make sure they're reputable sellers and stuff. You know, uh, eBay have high uh, reviews and all that kind of stuff like that. Just you know, do your due diligence, ask around if you can, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I got. Suit on. You got anything else? Um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are a good pastime show. That's all I have left. Nice. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, we hope you uh, consider liking the video, sharing to your friends. Do one of those reply all emails at your job or something and tag this in there. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But um, yeah. yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you later uh, as we get closer to the. Um, but if you work for the government, reply all. <laughs> if we get closer to, well, I guess not. If we once we get closer to Pokemon Day, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. See what kind of stuff is being hinted at and all that kind of stuff. Maybe we're going to get some announcements. New Switch, new this, new that. Who knows? And um, February is coming. We don't have anywhere near ten thousand subs, so I think my eyebrows are safe. Yeah, share this to all the big time creators. Get them to share it out. Uh, pay for bots if you have to. Um, no, I kidding, will shave but... my eyebrows at ten thousand subs. That's that's a promise. By the oh, end of this yeah. month. Oh man, mm, you heard it here first, folks. Well, all right, we will uh, wrap it up here then. We hope you have a great rest of your day whenever you're watching this, a good week, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Have a good tuna fish. <laughs>